back. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and start. And uh, good evening and welcome to the Wednesday, January 19, 2022 regular meeting of the design review committee. Um, Madam clerk, could you please call the roll? Excuse me, committee member Groden. Here. Committee member Telti. Here. Committee member Tomasello is absent. Chair Antman. Here. This is a time we set aside for public communication to talk about any item that is not on tonight's agenda. Madam Clerk, is there anyone who would like to speak to us on any item not on the agenda? We have no public speakers. I believe we have two consent items on the agenda. Uh, the first is approval of the Design Review Committee October 20, uh, 2021 meeting minutes. Uh, are there any edits or comments on the minutes? Okay, um, if none, uh, may I have a motion and a second to approve the meeting minutes? I'm okay with approving them, but I think, I don't think Bill was here for one of them. And Tony was here for the other one, so I don't know if we can. You can. You don't technically have to be present to at the meeting to approve its meeting minutes. Okay, then, then I'll make a motion to approve both of them since I was at both meetings. Okay, so that will include December 15, 2021. So we'll be approving both of these with a motion and a second. Can we get a second on that? Can I second as the chair? You can. I second the motion. Clerk, uh, could you proceed with the roll call? Committee member Groden? I'm sorry, committee member Groden, you're muted. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to not vote, but I, I'll, I'll vote yes. Thank you. Committee member Salty? Yes. Committee member Tomasello is absent. Chair Antelman? Yes. That motion carries. Okay, uh, then the next item of the agenda is a formal item. It's number three, and it's the election of design review committee chair and vice chair for 2022. Uh, is there a staff report that goes along with this? Chair Adelman, we don't need to, to make any type of presentation. We just outlined the, pro the process in that staff report. Um, so if there's a nomination for chair, uh, any committee member can make that nomination um, for chair. Once everyone's made those nominations, um, there could be a motion and then a second, and then we can do roll call based on each person that was nominated. And so that would be the steps for the chair and the vice chair. Okay. Are there any nominations for the position of chair? Yes, with the vote of confidence, I would like to nominate Al as chair and uh, Mr. Godin as vice chair. No way. <laughs> I don't want to be vice chair. Okay, Daniel, are you interested in being vice chair? I don't know if we have another choice, do we? <laughs> yeah, well, you've got 
senior. I, I, I'll, be, I'll be vice chair. Al, are you going to hang around? Yeah, I'm going to hang around. As long as you hang around, I'll be vice chair. I, 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 I can do it, but I just, I don't know. I, I, it, it, it's not that complicated. Neta does most of the work for you, so. Uh, it, I, I, I've been I've been a chair of committees or uh, uh, commissions before. I can handle it, but I just don't know that I want to. But I, I can do it as long as it's vice chair. Okay. Um, generally speaking, it's pretty rare for me not to be around, so it may be pretty easy. So, uh, Daniel, okay. do you want a second? Uh, he actually. Oh, okay. I, I, I was I nominated. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, uh, I guess either one of us could second for for expedience. I'll second the motion. Okay, is it a motion? No. Yeah. No. So, so that the motion would be for uh, for myself to remain chair and uh, member Groden become vice chair. And that the motion was made by Daniel Salty, and then I'll second the motion. Does that work? <laughs> okay, so on the matter of chair and vice chair, as stated by Chair Antelman, um, committee member Groden. Reluctantly, yes. <laughs> committee member Salty. Yes. Committee member Tomasello is absent and Chair Antelman. Yes. That motion carries. Okay, then we're moving on to uh, agenda item number four, which is project 14893, uh, Palma Industrial Major Design Review located north of 2807 Palma Drive. Um, are, has there any ex parte communications regarding this project with any of the members? Okay, hearing no reply, I'll assume, assume the answer is no. Uh, can we please have staff's presentation? Yes, um, thank you. Uh, I just want to make sure I can be heard. Yes, okay. Uh, my name is Jared Rosengren, uh, senior planner. And good evening, Chair Antelman. Congratulations. Um, the applicant is requesting design review for the construction of a new 28,000 square foot industrial warehouse building. Next slide. The project site is just over an acre. It's located on the west side of Palma Drive between Olivas Park Drive and the Union Pacific Railroad tracks. There is only development on the west side of Palma Drive with agriculture surrounding it um, on all sides. Next slide. The site is approximately 370 feet deep by 125 feet wide. Access to the site is from Palma Drive Currently, the property is vacant. It's used for outdoor storage, vehicles, boats, and miscellaneous items. Palm Drive is, is 25 feet wide, which is narrower than our typical streets. And because of this, on-street parking is not allowed. Next slide. The pro project is proposing the construction of a new one-story industrial warehouse building which is to be set back approximately 11 feet from the front property line. The northern side of the building sits along the majority of the northern property line. 
And as proposed, the project meets all the development standards of the um, M2 zone, including setback, height, and the parking ratio requirements. Next slide. The floor plan divides the building up into 12 units, each comprising uh, of warehouse area shown here in the, the purple, and then an office area shown in red. Um, all the units face and are accessed from the southern elevation of the building, and each contain an office door, an office door entrance and an industrial roll-up door. Next slide. The building's design is simple industrial concrete split face with the slight Mediterranean style accents that include a metal tower element at the southeast corner of the building. Staff has expressed concern to the applicant regarding the unarticulated North Elf building elevation during the initial review of the project application and then asked them to consider adding vertical elements or window openings if the building code would allow it. Now, the applicant believes because the north elevation is located on the zero lot line and the uh, the use of different masonry textures and colors sufficiently break up the wall to an appropriate degree. And while we recognize the northern elevation is not very visible from the public right of way, staff is still encouraging the applicant to use techniques to enhance the northern elevation, such as setbacks or screening, landscaping, other vertical elements or combination of all of these to make the facade more consistent with the city's design guidelines and policies regarding avoiding large and articulated walls. Uh, therefore, staff is recommending the DRC provide direction on the overall architectural style and, and design of the building, including any recommended enhancements to the north elevation. Next slide. The, the primary building color is a natural gray with a darker dusky brown, creating the wainscot base. The coping and window frames, tower roof, and roll-up doors are, are black, and the tower element is accented with metal eave brackets. Next slide. The project is also proposing an access gate set back approximately 30 feet from, from Palm Drive, as seen in this rendering. Next slide. And the applicant is proposing the landscape plan, which comprises of a variety of drought tolerant plant species, including trees, shrubs, and ground cover. Uh, staff is asking the DRC to provide direction on the landscape design. Next slide. And overall, apart from the northern elevation, the project is consistent with the city standards and design guidelines. And with that, staff's recommendation is for GRC recommend the director approve the major design review with the recommendations that the applicant provide more architectural detailing and landscaping or other elements to enhance the north elevation and for any other design recommendations that DRC is inclined to. Thank you. Uh, do any of the committee members have any questions of staff? I do. Hey, Jared. Um, the, it said the parking is uh, one per three, one per five hundred. Is it, I thought it was one per three hundred. Um, thank you, Committee Member Salty. Um, uh, for warehouse space, it's one to five hundred, and then it gets it does get complicated after that um, with office space, 
and then um, certain percentages uh, over a, a certain threshold of size where then you, you change the calculation. Um, I believe it was provided in the staff report and I could go into more detail if you if you needed me to. No, I didn't see the staff report. It was uh, committee or uh, yeah, committee member Groudon, but uh, oh, I apologize. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, I didn't see in staff report where it was called out, but um, Groudon, it's on page three of the staff report. The table at the top of that page, table one, parking requirements. I'm questioning, I'm questioning the table. <laughs> I, I was questioning the table, but honestly, they park it enough anyways. Even with the calculations, I think it would be one or two more spaces and they're already over parked, so it's fine. Um, the, the other question I had was, uh, I'll let it go, thanks. Yeah, um, this is Community Manager uh, Salty. Um, can, you, can you go over the setback requirements? It looks like there's an existing easement to that north side. Um, that's being quick claimed, and I guess it's is there only one? I only see one actual setback, and then I see are we zero lot lines on on both the north and the south? Right in the um, in the industrial zoning uh, designations in the city, um, there the the really only setback requirement is from the rear, and um, so from sides and front, um, unless you're adjacent to residential. Uh, there's um, no setback requirements. Thank you. Um, I have a question. Uh, there appears to be uh, firewalls that divide each of the units. What's what's the distance between the walls? I, I'm going to defer that to the applicant because um, I, I don't know it offhand. Okay. Okay. Um, then uh, is the applicant present and do they have a presentation? I just made her a panelist and she should have control of her camera and mic. Hi, can you see me? Oh, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, great. Uh, thank you, Jared, for the presentation. Um, good evening. My name is Nicole Harding and I'm an architect with Onyx Creative. And I'll just be presenting the project and Here's a representative for the property owner. Um, I don't know if you want to answer, want me to answer some of those questions you had. Um, I'll wait until the end. You can, can ask me questions. But um, so here's the front of the proposed project, looking west from Palma Drive. Um, the proposed project is an industrial building with warehouse storage and support office space. Uh, the architecture can best be described as industrial modern. It's linear in shape and is anchored at the corner entrance with the tower element along the column. It's constructed of CMU block of various colors and textures. Um, fluted block is used in a darker, warm gray tone, creating a wainscot at the base of the building and a continuous accent band around the building. The main body of the building is a split face block in a light, warm gray color. And a precision cut block is used as an accent, a darker or warm gray color, um, and is used over the headers of the doors and windows and a band detail to pair up with the building. Um, there are modern black metal awnings, windows, and metal roofing used as accents throughout. Uh, next slide, please. Here's uh, an aerial view um, so you can see the massing and location of existing buildings that surround the property. 
the back of the building, which will sit along the north property line, will face the back of two existing industrial buildings, or three actually, and a storage yard. And the front of the building, uh, where all the entrances are, will face an existing industrial building and parking area to the south. Uh, next slide, please. Uh, here are some contextual photos of existing buildings along Palma. Uh, it's kind of hard to see, but um, the first one shows the buildings directly to the north. Uh, the one next to that shows some dense landscaping also directly to the north of the property. And um, the next few photos are the project site and some photos of the property to the south. Next slide, please. Uh, here is the proposed site plan. Uh, as you can see, the building has a zero setback along that north property line. There was um, an easement that's being quick claimed. Um, the front property has, um, it sits back, or the setback on that is roughly 16 feet from the curb along Palma Drive, uh, 52 feet setback from the south property line, and 35-4 from the rear property line there. Uh, we are providing 32 parking spaces, 30 are required. Um, I think that calculation might have been confusing because um, in the municipal code, we're allowed if uh, your office space or support office space is under 20% of the warehouse space, it can be calculated at 1 to 500. I think that was a question uh, if it should be 1 to 300, it's 1 to 500 as loud. Well. As far as I know. Um, uh, we're providing the required fire department hammerhead turnaround there at the end of the parking lot. Uh, the trash enclosure is located at the southeast corner near the driveway entrance for trash pickup access. And some bike racks for four bicycles are located directly behind the trash enclosure. Um, the property is also proposed to be surrounded by a six foot CMU block wall that will match the CMU block that's used for the rest of the building. And there's a black steel sliding gate set back uh, roughly 30 feet from the street that will be open during business hours. The property owner was concerned about security for the building and the site, um, particularly at night based on its location. Uh, next slide, please. Here are some additional renderings. The upper rendering is a view of the front of the building from Palma Drive, just at a different angle. You can kind of see the dense uh, landscaping right to the north of the building. And that north elevation is kind of all you can really see of that, that north elevation, right? Now, which there was some concern with. Um, and then the lower rendering is the view as you enter the property from the driveway. You can see that block, that black steel gate and all the entrances and roll-up doors there. Um, the black steel awnings over the entrances. Also, the black storefront windows will have um, some spandrel glass up above the top portion of those windows, um, the lower ceiling in the um, offices. Uh, next slide, please. Uh, here's some partial views of the building, uh, looking at different angles from the parking lot, the separate office entrances, and bubble up doors. Next slide, please. Um, here's the floor plan of the building. Uh, there are 12 separate bays, each with a small office, restroom, warehouse space, and some storage mezzanine space. 
Uh, next slide, please. Here's the roof plan. It's a flat roof, the three foot parapet, except for the tower element there in the corner, which has a standing ceiling. Each separate space will have a skylight and there are small electric mini split AC units for each office space. Uh, those are some small one-ton heat pumps on the roof that are roughly 24 inches in height, 30 inches in width, and 18 inches in depth. The units are pretty small since they're just being used to condition the 200 square foot office space and will be easily screened by that three-foot parapet and set back significantly from the edge of that roof. Um, you see the roof drains there. Uh, the downspouts are all internal, so there won't be any exterior downspouts on the building. And then the roof hatch there in the corner, which um, there will be an interior roof access located in the electrical room. Next slide, please. Um, so here are the sections. The top one is a section through the length of the building in each unit. Um, the bottom one is the transverse section through one of the individual units. You can see the mezzanine space in there. Next slide, please. Here are um, the front and side elevations. Uh, top one is the elevation that faces the parking lot. And the bottom, the bottom one is the elevation that faces Pullman. Um, the top elevation, you can see all the individual storefront entrances to the units, the black roll-up doors, um, also the trash enclosure, and that CMU wall that surrounds the property on that lower elevation. The trash enclosure will have black steel doors and a steel roof to match all the black steel accents on the building as well. And the trash enclosure itself will have be built of CMU to match the building. Um, next elevation, please. Next slide. Um, here are the rear and side elevations. Um, there's that north elevation on the zero lot line. Um, I know there are some concerns from planning on the length of the wall and the articulation. Um, there were some suggestions for adding windows. Um, however, as you probably know, the building code doesn't allow for openings on zero setbacks. Um, we have used various block textures on this facade with the wainscot base and the, and the banding that matches the rest of the building. Um, there was also some suggestions for adding some vertical elements of the block, like faux pilasters. Um, however, in this location use, I, I don't think it's necessarily appropriate or that it really makes sense to add any sort of non-functional architectural elements, just sort of for the sake of adornment. Um, that side of the building is not adjacent to any pedestrian areas. It faces the back and side of some existing industrial buildings and some storage yards. It's really not visible at all from the street. Uh, there's some really dense landscaping and a large building blocking the view of that building. Uh, also stepping the building back anywhere along that property line would just create weird void spaces that would be a security issue and a maintenance issue. Uh, the existing buildings surrounding the site are all fairly simple and unarticulated. They're all very basic rectangular concrete buildings in this area. So I think based on its location on the site, the context of the neighborhood and the use of the building, what we're proposing for this elevation is completely appropriate. Uh, and that bottom west elevation below, that's um, spaces the back of the property where that's 
step back of roughly 35 feet or so. Next slide, please. Uh, here are some of the details, um, the metal awnings, standing seam, metal roof edge, parapet detail. Um, next slide, please. Um, some additional architectural details at storefront, roof drains, and uh, awning to wall detail. Next slide, please. And the material board. This is the color material board. Here you can see the various CMU colors and textures. Um, the fluted block will be the same color as the precision cut block. Uh, and then there's that black modern, there's the black modern outer assemblers, light fixtures, and the black metal for the storefront, roof, windows, and doors. Next slide, please. And here's the landscape plan, which shows the variety of drought tolerant plants and trees used throughout the site. And that end of my presentation. Thank you. Sir Adelman, you're muted. I think that's better. Um, does it do any of the members of the DRC have any questions of the applicant? No, just a thank you for the clarification on my question. Okay, Daniel, any comments? No, very uh, concise and articulate presentation. Thank you. Okay, um, distance between the firewalls on the interior of the building? Um, the firewalls, you mean the Wall separating the units. Wall separating. They're just demising walls. They look like they're twenty feet, but I can't tell for sure. The drawing's too small. Oh, there's the dimension on the on the floor plan. We go back to the floor plan. Um, I can look. Nicole, are you meaning between each of the tenant spaces? Unit, I think yes. it's 26, 26, what is it? 26, 8. Yeah. Okay. Uh, turnaround. Uh, it's not unusual for a 54-foot truck to come into a unit like this. Is there sufficient, sufficient room for that truck to actually do a turnaround? Or what, what are the limitations? I think the idea was that it was going to be um, geared towards uh, like contractors in their trucks um renting to them i'm not so sure about the larger trucks so you're not sure what the maximum size truck uh, could enter and then back up and then pull out or is the truck going to have to pull in and then back out are you talking about the hammerhead turnaround at the end or just in that 25 foot um yeah, space between yeah, yeah what's the largest size truck that can do a turnaround i don't know i did not research that. Sorry, I'm sorry. We provided the standard. I think there's 26, 29 feet from the building to the parking spaces, which is 
I think 25 is the minimum for the standard for backout. Okay, and uh, it may not be unusual for equipment to be added onto the roof in the future. Uh, are you including a me mechanical equipment screen detail with the project? If, if one is sure. to be provided? Sure, I think the, the plan is that these are gonna be built out, interior spaces, offices and everything. So they're gonna be ready to go for somebody to come in. They're not gonna be individual tenant improvements. And um, there might be obviously changes in the future. And at the time they can provide some sort of mechanical screen if there's some kind of unit up there that needs it. Okay. Okay, if there's no further questions, um, are there any members of the public that wish to speak on this project? We have no public speakers. Okay, then uh, I'm going to close the public hearing and open it to committee members for discussion. We have any comments? Any concerns? Okay, uh, then I'll voice my comments and concerns. Uh, I do agree with staff. I, I'd like to see some sort of treatment for that north wall. Maybe it could be a textured block every 26 feet vertically. Uh, it just helped to break, break that wall up. Um, I'd also like to see a detail for an equipment screen. So if one is needed in the future, it'll be designed by the project architect and not by a mechanical engineer installing the HVAC system. And uh, this question is for staff. Are there standards for trucks at warehouses for uh, egress and ingress? Many member, uh, or Chair Adelman, um, the standard for the fire department turnaround is for their largest fire vehicle to make that maneuver. Uh, typically, the fire truck of that size can make that maneuver, so can most larger trucks. Now, I don't know if like a WB-50 would be able to make that maneuver, but given the size of these tenant spaces, it's probably unlikely that a WB-50 would be um, making deliveries here. So any kind of box truck or smaller um, type truck would make the hammerhead maneuver. Okay, so th this is really designed for a ladder truck to be able to come in. And, That's correct. Okay, which is pretty good size. That's correct. Okay. Um, if there's no further discussions, uh, is somebody willing to make a motion? Actually, I I have something to say. I was I don't I was trying to get in, but I couldn't uh, get in. So I I do have a couple comments. Uh, I actually don't have a problem with the blank uh, zero lot line wall. I think the building, as banal as it is, um, is pretty appropriate for the area. And the and the part that's on the street actually does have, um, you know, some articulation, I guess. Um, and I I'm glad the architect that Nicole didn't say anything about it being Mediterranean because I see nothing about this being Mediterranean. It's just sort of the for the area. There's this is really typical for over there. As sad as that is, um, the area really is. There's not much about it. There's nothing to describe it. If this building was downtown, 
I would hope they would approach it altogether differently. But for where it is, I actually think it's appropriate. And and with a zero lot line, with another building being able to be built right next to it without the um, with the quick claim of that easement, I think it, the blank wall is fine. Uh, Daniel, any concerns on the blank wall? Yeah, I would I would probably agree with Bill here. I think uh, zero lot line buildings, if if there's no setbacks required, shouldn't be articulated. Um, okay. And then for, for the applicant, I guess we're over parked by two two units, and I would just suggest maybe using that additional parking as landscaping area just to cut down the surface area as much as possible um, for the parking. I think the um, I think the project is appropriate. Okay, I, I still have concerns. Uh, I mean, they're not extreme. Uh, the wall also looks like a great place for graffiti. <laughs> so anything that could kind of break that wall up and, and maybe somehow mitigate the graffiti with some type of uh, texture or treatment, I think would be appropriate. Um, I also feel there there should be a detail included for a, a mechanical equipment screen. Um, more than likely, that's something that that could occur in the future, and and why not you know design it now? Uh, I had one comment about that actually. Um, so it looks like on their roof plan, they they say there are three foot parapets everywhere, but then they have a single monoslope down from the north side to the south. So I would assume that it's not three foot everywhere. It's going to be more down to the south side. Well, some equipment is larger than three feet, so. Uh, yeah, but so I, I guess my question is, they wouldn't both be three feet, right? Or would, right. It, would, it would be it would be three feet on the north side, and then it'd be uh, I don't have the cross section, but I'm guessing three foot six, four feet on the south. Correct me if I'm wrong, architect. We can open it back up for that one question. Madam Clerk, could we move? I'm sorry, I can. Oh, we did. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, sorry, I couldn't respond. I think there was some technical. Um, no, you're correct. There is a, a gradual slope, but you know, one quarter inch per foot. So it would vary in height. There would be um, it would be lower in some areas than three feet. I didn't show that on there, but it it would slope gradually. I hope that answers your question. It does. Thank you. Okay, if there's no further discussion, then we, we need a motion and we need a second. I'll make a motion to approve the project as designed. I don't have much more to add to it other than that. Yeah. I'd second that. Wait, do you want, oh, wait hold on. I, um, do you want me to add in the adding of landscape for your parking? No, I think that's up to the applicant, honestly. Okay. I, I agree with that. So the motion stays the same. And do we have a second? Committee member Salty seconded that. Okay. All right. I still have concerns about the, the blank wall and the lack of an equipment screen. Uh, Claire, could you please call the roll? Committee member Salty? Yes. Committee member Tomasello is absent. Vice Chair Grodin? Yes. 
Chair Antman. No. The motion does carry. Did it carry or not carry? It does carry. It does carry. All we need is um, the majority of the, the present members, correct? That's correct. And we are a quorum with three. That's correct. Hopefully a graffiti artist will come and, uh, and improve the building by painting all over the side of it. If we do have concerns with graffiti, that could be a condition of approval. We can include that they just put a graffiti coating on that side, um, which, which we can do. That's fine. I'm not, I, I'm not going to put that in the motion, but that's fine with me. As long as it's good graffiti, I'm okay with it. You know, from my experience, if you don't put it in the motion, you won't get it. <laughs> It'd be pretty rare, but uh, I'm not going to put it in the motion. But all right, well, it's been been approved, so uh, we can go forward uh, to staff communication from this point. Uh, is there any staff committee members if they have any items to report or maybe of uh, interest to the other committee members and the public? I'm going to go ahead and just step in here. I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm Megan Lorenzen. I'm an assistant city attorney in our city attorney's office. I know at your last meeting, Andy Heglin introduced Kylie Otto as the attorney who would be staffing this committee going forward. Um, but there have been some changes, so I will be uh, the attorney staffing this committee going forward, and I look forward to working with all of you. Welcome. Yeah, nice to meet you. Okay, if there's no further uh, communications, then uh, I'm going to adjourn the meeting. So meeting is adjourned. Thanks, Chair. Thanks, Chair, and goodbye all. Good night, everybody.